Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Making and weaves. We are finally back. It's what? been a long 2020 slash 2021. Girl. Uh, Girl. It's me, Alana Marie. Right. Um, you know, my name is Natasha or whatever. So <laughs> <laughs> I always want to come up with like a new name because every time you like put my titties in the mic. Every well, why time, don't you just say meaty? meaty what is nah. it? Nah. Yeah, Instagram. I don't know about that. Oh, okay. Now that we are, <laughs> every time we restart or regroup or whatever it is that we do in our lives, I'm like, you know what? I need to have some cool shit popping. And it's just like, I'm Natasha, yo. That's all I got. I can't. I am still in my 40s, but I'm well, just you Natasha. Well, you could work on a new name, I guess. Yeah, I'll get back to you guys on that. Um, <laughs> so we are back. Um, we already recorded this, but we had to do it again. Some mishaps. Some <laughs> Technical difficulties. So we're gonna we have two parts. Part one and part two. Part one is gonna be Natasha talking about her journey from pandemic life to mommy life to what the hell is going on this year. Part mm. two is gonna be Alana, same thing, pandemic life, her mm. mommy life to what the fuck is this year. Child. And um Yeah, I guess we're just updating you guys. I don't know. We've been quiet on our Instagram. Real quiet. Um, but people still be shouting, following, trying to hit us up. Yeah, and we love y'all. I mean, we I don't know if they be that. hitting us on, on no, not on the Instagram. On Bacon Instagram, Right. The podcast Instagram, but I get individual messages from about well, people. Well, every now and then, and then thanks to, you know, my bestie, shouts out to you, sir, ma'am. Um, <laughs> sir. I, <laughs> I have an app when I can tell when y'all stalking us. So, hey, y'all. Um, <laughs> I know who you are. I appreciate you. To reach out and touch Maybe in silence. Maybe looking at our page. I can show you this list. Oh, it's great to have, actually. Okay, now. Uh-huh, $20 a year. Ooh. But, um, yeah, you know, I just, oh, God. It's, it's, been, it's been, we've been quiet. And a, a lot has been going on. And I'm sure for everybody else, too. And at this point in our pandemic lives as a whole, it's just like, what mm. the fuck is going on? Mm. We just hear it. You know, mm. vibes. Because mm. <laughs> no one knows what to what to do or what to expect. But right, right. I guess we should hit the rewind. Mm. Let's, Real quick. Let let, me... Let's take it back. Let's take Go it ahead. Back. Let's take it back to 2020. 2020. Not Year is 2020. <laughs> right? Happy New Year's. Let's Welcome. go. Now, I just, I got to say, like, before we came back into the studio, I was listening to our old episodes, our older episodes from the beginning of 2020, and us talking about our intentions for the year, Sign. all types of shit was going to, I was going to do Mac Wells, Girl. we had a baby last year too, little bitch. <laughs> 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 so I was still mad at him. Lord Jesus, yes, I remember that, you were mad, and then, child, just things just Oh, happened. and he got married! I mean, I'm happy he and married her. Him. You know, that, that's a nice Make her thing. An but uh, Don't do that. <laughs> um, but He's yeah. not going to cheat if he's married now. What? If that's it was who? like just a baby mama, then maybe I might you'd be able to slide in. But a whole wife and they knew, newlywed. So it's going to, you know, I'm going to have to break wait a little bit for him to want to cheat. We can have another episode on this. However, I saw, 
I, I mean, it, whatever. <laughs> it's a quote I heard that a man is never as single as he is when he has a newborn baby. Mm. And given the fact that both she and I, Alana and I, have fairly newborn children. Mm. Mm-hmm. Speak on it. That sounds mm. interesting. We're going we gonna to talk about that. Dirty right. ass niggas. Anyway, so <laughs> let's go back to 2020. And before we got here, I mean, the egg in our name now is children. But back <laughs> last year, <laughs> we were just regular bacon, egg, and weeds. You know, two girls in the city. Mm-hmm. Being cool, being single, being mm-hmm. fly, mm-hmm. just real hot shit popping, right? Yes. And then things happened. And so <sighs> I called the big three C's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which are cancer, conception, <laughs> and corona. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The big three C's. And I mean, it's weird how both of our lives just kind of have, I wouldn't say a parallel, but it's a parallel. It's really, it's really kind of freaky, I think, honestly. Yeah. And so last year... I had a loss. My mother passed away in February of last year, in the beginning of the month. And I don't know if we ever addressed it on Bacon, Egg, and Weeze. You might have on our former podcast before that. Mm -hmm. But I knew that was coming. Um, She had cancer. was an aggressive cancer. So what cancer is? I don't, why don't you never say the cancer? I, I used I to say like it all people, the time. And people you, should know so they can be more aware yes, about well, things. The thing is, don't smoke fucking Newports. How about we not do that? Oh, no Jesus. cools. None of <laughs> uh, vaping counts. So my mother was a smoker my entire life. I remember one time she told me she was smoking since she was like ten. I don't know what the fuck they was doing in the seventies, but I just envisioned my mom I out here with an that. afro. These little dusty ass kids. Right, in the like, 70s. I, was, like, like, I could believe it. I, like they listen, was wilding, but they, they tried to say we be wilding. Nah, they was doing some other shit. Yeah, she was out here listening to Jackson Five, lighting up to Newports. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> <laughs> by the time of her passing, she had cancer all over her body, in her brain, in her spine, in her stomach, in her lungs. So it started with lung cancer. Yes, but the likely thing, because but all we, cancers end up well stage. Four, four. Like, yeah, stage four. That's when they really travel. It metastasized that's to several four. places. Yeah. Um, but likely, I shouldn't say like we know that she had stage four non-small cell carcinoma, um, which is just a way of saying that it's an aggressive cancer. Oh, okay. Um, there's a more technical explanation to that, but we don't got time for that. Um, so that's what she passed away from, long story short. And so that kind of kicked off my year on some bullshit. She was in um, you would call it palliative care. Hospice in the home. We didn't send her to a hospice. She died at our home, our house, our family I didn't house. I know that was still called hospice. Mm-hmm. When like when they're at home, their yeah. own home. Yeah, that's I didn't know that home. still was called hospice. I think it's it might have a, even a different. I mean, I don't remember from my prior nursing days, but <laughs> we basically did hospice in the house. Okay, and um, she passed away at home. Knew it was coming. It still was not great, and that kind of it's never great. I hate yeah. when people say like, oh, you know. This is what's to be expected. Right. Why you? Why do you still feel so hurt? You still don't. You never want to actually yeah. feel a loss. Like, yeah, I get it. It's coming. Yeah. But don't tell me how the fuck to feel. Yeah. No. There. There was. I mean, there was anticipating it and no anticipating it. And I will say now on the other side, um, I'm approaching two years later. Um, I'm still reckoning not just with death, but with a lot of things. I just was. I feel like I was numb to a lot of stuff like two years prior to that nice. and even like after having my daughter and time and times after that I was just numb to a lot of things mm-hmm. and so for me I feel like a lot of the since I knew since she was diagnosed up to the point that she died I feel like I spent a lot of time preparing for stuff instead of actually dealing with what was happening and that would be like my regret around that time because it's like okay in my mind I was like you know what Fine. so you was never in the moment never you was always in the 
thinking ahead. Yep. I was always thinking ahead. I was trying to plan things because I wasn't going to be the person to be hands on. And my brother was. And, you know, thank God for him and thank God for that. I was the one that was arranging doctor's appointments and getting the lifts and the Ubers and the food deliveries and the nurses. And the I was doing that stuff because, one, I'm comfortable doing that. And, two, I could not physically just I could not do it personally. Okay. Um. So anyway, that was happening beginning of February. We can have a whole other episode on, you know, the traumas of being a caregiver and losing a parent. Mm -hmm. I saw a quote the other day. I could be reading shit. (laughs) I can't sleep. I'm an insomniac. And it was like, losing a parent is like knowing you can never go home again. Mm. And it's interesting because I I wouldn't say I had like a really close bond with my mother Mm -hmm. in the way that you kind of see people like, I think you have a cool relationship with your mom. Y'all be joking and shit. Don't make that face. Her her mom is so cute. Like, it's adorable. And I know that comes with with its own... She on pause right now, okay? She get on my nerves. It comes with its own shit, but we never had that kind of thing. But even so, like, losing a parent or anybody that's a sibling, that real close, immediate relationship, it's really strange. And so in that strangeness, a bitch got knocked up. Now, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's interesting. So I didn't know. My mother passed away on February 8th. We buried her on Valentine's Day. That was the 14th. On the that 17th. so crazy, but every time I hear you say it, like, girl, I mean, I understand it's just a date. It's not even like something it. crazy. Like, yeah. It's just February 14th. But it's just like, damn, like, mm-hmm. you can't even fake celebrate if nah. you really wanted to because it's like, I'm going to a funeral for my mom. Right. Like, what the fuck? Fuck all that. I yeah, mean, I would have probably wilded out later on. I well, probably would have got pregnant too. But well, I was, you was already knocked up. This is what I'm saying. Like, uh, a bitch was already, you was already knocked up though. I'm was, just saying. You know what's funny? I remember that like, would have been the day. I probably would have got pregnant because I would have had 20 Hennessy's and shit, girl. you know? So listen, in the space between the 8th and the 17th, a bitch was knocking her back because family <laughs> came into town. Oh, and, and they make everything worse. They never make things better. They don't. Although my family. I mean, outside family. Yeah. Like people not in the. You know. Yeah, my family was pretty decent, but that's... So, I was already pregnant when she was alive, which I wish I could have been able to tell her. I was going to ask you that, like... But, oh, you didn't find out until after? Until after. Yeah, so, cool, right? Then fast forward, like, literally maybe two weeks later... COVID is here, bitch. shut down. And I remember looking back... Was we shut down first, or... Or somewhere else. I think here first. Well, in, in my recollection, I remember looking at the news and hearing it on the news, like, oh, in California, this but new virus is popping up. But I don't feel like nobody, no states was really shutting Nothing down. Nothing was shut down Como yet. Como was the man for that. You still the MVP, Como. I still fucks with you. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna tell nobody else though. Dirty dick Cuomo. Anyway, he uh, didn't have sex with him. He was just touching him. He wasn't Clinton. Don't do that. And my whole thing, I'm real quick about this Cuomo thing. Cuomo's the fourth seat. <laughs> because Cuomo pissed me the fuck off. I mean, I love Cuomo, but I was just tight that he um he 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 got these these white women, and I'm sorry, you know, it's the call y'all have, but that's what y'all was. And the fact that you know this whole Me Too movement, I'm here for it because I'm a woman. So yeah. I'll be here for the real Me Too movement. My whole thing is, if this nigga gonna, if you gonna see him somewhere and he come, he hug you a little bit too long or his hand is going down to your butt, why y'all not gonna slap this nigga? This is why he did it to y'all white folks. He ain't do it to them black people because the black bitches would have been like, what the fuck you doing, Como? Don't fucking play. This is a whole and walk away. Episodes. But anyway, but couldn't still end up doing his whole term. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, he finished his term, his um pregnancy right. when they um what's the word when they kicked him out. They you know impeached the him. Right. He finished though. He so did. how come and Trump finished? And he yes. got impeached like three, four times. Well, they wanted to. They did it once. At the end of his fucking term, like what was the point? He was already leaving. And impeachment impeached like three times. 
No, he didn't. I think Two it was times? Once. They wanted to impeach this nigga the whole time. Oh, I thought he got impeached like three times. No, I'm pretty sure and, it was But once. y'all forced Como to leave. I thought that was kind of fucked up. But he was good to us during COVID. He was. But go ahead. He was. He was. He, he also, was. I was watching like the 9-11 shit. Another sidetrack. Giuliani oh. was good to us during 9-11. Fuck we hated, Giuliani. I mean, yeah. Right? We still hate him, but I'm just saying during 9-11. Fuck Rudy Giuliani. He was he was good to New York. And that's the only time we liked fuck him. Fuck that raisin looking motherfucker. <laughs> His guy dripping down. But he was good to us during that moment. He, no, he, was he, oppor- was he was an opportunist during 9-11. Oh, maybe. Fuck Rudy Giuliani. He was there. He was at the um, Ground Zero every day. He probably smells like old gay and horse. Oh, shit. <laughs> fuck Rudy Giuliani. Damn. So anyway, but yeah, go ahead. We got shut down um, two weeks after. Yeah, so right, craziness. So that's how we spent, and we're gonna loop a lot in on this. We spent our twenty twenty. So for me, that was no work, no podcasts for like at least four to five months, and then mm-hmm. shit started to open. Right, and then I had a baby, and then that was cool. <laughs> Later on that year. Later on that year. Right. Yeah. So pregnancy during COVID was interesting. I'm sure there's lots of think pieces and whatever about it. Mm -hmm. For me, it was just isolating. But I feel like you was lucky because you was home. Absolutely. You didn't have to go to work. You didn't have to deal with people. Yes. Um, because you know that they always say don't be stressed during pregnancy, which is true. And I feel like being at work sometimes can be very stressful. Definitely. Um, going to work, taking trains, everything. Uh Remember, New York is crazy, so you always got to worry about other people plus yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, comparatively, I mean, it might have been annoying, but I was going to say comparatively. I mean, to some like absolute horror stories I've heard, no one close to me has passed away from COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't have COVID that I know about. Oh, Jesus! I definitely <laughs> didn't have it during pregnancy. My daughter doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. My job shut down uh, for about four months. Um, so during the beginning of my pregnancy, that wasn't a worry at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to be on the train. I left New York completely anyway. That was already planned, but it just so happened, you know, maybe it was supposed to happen that way. It was serendipitous. I wasn't even in the city to deal with any of that bullshit. Mm-hmm. So thank God for that. I didn't have those worries during pregnancy. It was more so I was isolated in a, in a child in the suburbs, um, <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't like, but you know, com- again, that's not a complaint. That's just what it was. And it's like that for a lot of people because even had I been in the city, if I wasn't out here wilding out, smoking hookah on the corner like you other niggas, I would have been <laughs> isolated in my little ass apartment. You I know? mean, I, I smoked hookah was on the corner though. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> outside as well. No, I mean, I, I, niggas was living like nothing was happening. We did. At all. Especially during the summer last year. I was definitely out here in the streets too. I didn't See, care. nah. Nope, 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 nope. And my they thing, said we could go outside. Whatever. My so thing was, everything was, everything is high risk. And for me, I had a high risk pregnancy to begin with. Right. And that's just because I had surgeries prior to me becoming pregnant, right. which, you know, I was fucking tripping because this is what happened, right? <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm in my late 40s. I want to have a child oh, one day. <laughs> so I was just getting some internal body things right for the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing now. Nothing, not in the now being 2020. Mm-hmm. In 2019, um, as many black women do, it had oh, fibroids. It was, I don't know. Why I keep thinking it was a year before that? I thought it was like 2018. No, everything happened in 2019. Oh. I probably was planning it a year before that, but. Oh, okay. Um, I had fibroids. I still have them, actually. So I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and just get some things, you know, not necessarily chop chops. 
I shrunk them. Are they all of them? No? No. So what I had is a uterine. I remember from this last, the last episode that we lost. <laughs> <laughs> I had a uterine fibroid embolization. And what that means is instead of cutting me open and surgically removing them with a scalpel, they basically put an IV in my arm, put me into twilight, which is awake. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Can't get the word right now. Mm -hmm. This bitch gave me a white claw. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. She was out, but she wasn't out. Right. I was in twilight. I was in anesthesia. I wasn't knocked out. Right. And so essentially what they did, it's really cool. You know, if you're like a science dork, um, basically they <laughs> shoot some little beads up your fucking arms. Well, and for me, it was my arm. Um, they can put the tubing elsewhere and um, they direct it to your uterus and they basically cut off the blood supply to uh, your fibroids and it shrinks them. Lit. So I had that done. I had a couple other, well, one other thing done all in preparation for, you know, again, I want to have children one day and I want to give myself the best possible setting in which to have these kids. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just some sperm happen to come along and be like, hey, it's clear in here. <laughs> and that's basically how I got pregnant. I didn't plan. She's not a plan. Hey, boo. Hey. She's not playing, but I love her. <laughs> and so <laughs> my whole point in that is that I had a high-risk pregnancy because of that mainly. Mm -hmm. Also because, you know, I'm around black women. So I had diabetes in pregnancy. I probably mm -hmm. had it before. There's no way to know that. But I definitely had it in pregnancy. I was insulin dependent during my pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Thank God, Jesus. not now. Um, That's tough. Yeah. They were worried about high blood pressure. Thankfully, I didn't have that at all during pregnancy. I didn't have preeclampsia. Any of those things, those buzzwords oh, that's here. Because that's the worst. I feel yeah. like preeclampsia is way worse than having gestational diabetes. Girl. But they like, don't tell you that either. They don't. But girl, it and is worse, I feel like. I, I wonder, because she's my only child and that was my only pregnancy you know, thus far, if the language around my pregnancy would have been different. I spent, uh, I spent all of my pregnancy being super anxious because my mm -hmm. most of well i went to the doctor like once a month mm -hmm. um and my visits were all televisits mm -hmm. and a lot of the language because they couldn't do lab work or certain things up until later in my pregnancy was you know your baby gonna do this your baby's gonna do that da -da -da -da. it was a whole lot of talk around loss of pregnancy and her being too big or too little and she's perfectly she was born perfectly healthy she's perfectly fine and now she can walk and I'm stressed. But oh, she tell she's walking. <laughs> yeah, she'd be out. She's but she's still afraid to fall, so she's definitely cautious. Oh, you got that walking shoes? The hard ones? No. Somebody got her those, but they she ain't wearing them. Are you gonna be one of them young mamas who don't do it? Who put Jordans on the kids? Hell of walking no, shoes? no, I'm not. No. First of all, we only pop out in our red bottoms when we have to. But <laughs> no, I let her walk around. Well, around barefoot. our home barefoot. Yeah, well, yeah. They said that is the yeah. best. Yeah. Um, outside, she don't be fucking with people, so she's not ready for that yet. Oh jeez. No, she likes to hold on to me and my neckline and my nape, <laughs> which is balding. But <laughs> um, but no, I spent my pregnancy very anxious, and so my whole point in that is that during COVID, you know, into the summer, we're like, I guess we were semi used to some shit maybe mm -hmm. no vaccine yet even right. then i wasn't popping out nowhere because i was just terrified of being a mother that was on a ventilator or had to be put into a coma to give birth and i know a few people like that yeah uh who didn't meet their kids until two months later because they were in induced comas and all types of wild shit i just did not want to be that person right like at all so yeah that sucked um <laughs> so my pregnancy was very anxious for me um and isolated because of Corona, had Corona not been a thing, I think it would have been a. I would listen. I was gonna be out here, yeah, belly 
And all, all of that. <laughs> you was going to see me and my tummy <laughs> in these streets. You know, not doing street thing. Well, maybe. But, you know, we was going to be out here. I was excited, <laughs> kind of. And then for that three weeks that I had before I knew Corona was a thing, I was like, oh, yeah, bitch. <laughs> it was like, nah, nigga, go home. <laughs> like, nah, this ain't it for you, sis. Yeah, nah, that was, that didn't last that long. But yeah, I mean, those... Whatever. This feels like truncated because I feel like our last episode when we talked about this shit was great. And now I'm just summarizing <laughs> this bullshit for y'all. But, you know, my mother died. Yeah. I got pregnant. The yeah. world shut down. Yeah. And then I had my daughter, which was awesome. Still during COVID. Still during COVID. Right. I, I had um, an unplanned C-section because Shorty was ready to go. So she just stuck her hand out of my vagina. Ooh, Jesus. And um, so, you know, we'll talk about that later. Basically, I had my baby. Uh, <laughs> I had an unplanned C-section, but it went fine. And I was out of the hospital in two days. Yeah. Yeah. I went in. They, I was, I had a planned induction. So I planned, you know, they induced me to give birth on like a Friday. I went on a Friday morning. Uh, the next day, Saturday, we was chilling. You know, I was getting contractions. I wasn't with it, but it was fine. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. You know, I was, I'm so glad I didn't have to give birth, y'all. I don't Listen. Well, you glad you didn't have to push her out. Push her out. Yeah. I was scared. And like, not scared. Like, I was crying and like, whatever. I was like, but for real, she's going to come out my vagina. Like, you dead ass? Yeah. I didn't watch any birth videos. Mm. I didn't want to see it. I didn't watch any birth videos. I didn't. I watched like breastfeeding videos and all types of shit. Because again, this is COVID. So everything, I couldn't go to like classes, which mm-hmm. I miss. I really wanted to do that kind of stuff. I thought it would be fun. Really? Because I, I don't have sisters. My oh, mother right, right. passed. Like, I didn't have any. My family, I have all brothers. Um, except for, I have a sister, but she... I have a niece the same age as my daughter, but her wife was pregnant, not her. Okay. So I didn't have anyone to like do those things in person with. So I was excited to go to classes and do it, but couldn't do that. So I would watch videos of stuff or like do it virtually with my, NYU was great where I had my daughter. They had mm-hmm. a lot of resources, but it was all virtual. Right. But I was like, the one thing I'm not going to see is nobody pushing nothing out nothing. Because <laughs> I just, I had a lot of concerns <laughs> and questions. I mean, sometimes you read. I remember my grandma said that my uncle, his shoulders ripped her and she had 15 stitches. And I was like, bitch. <laughs> she like, had more kids after that? Hell yeah, my grandma had a lot of kids. But I would have shut like, that shit down. She had three. I would have shut that down. Four pregnancies after the twins died. But um, yeah, she said my uncle, his shoulder ripped her. And I was just like, she still so loved him after that? <laughs> yeah. He's the only boy, so he definitely got all the love. But I feel like, you know, especially that being your first pregnancy, that would have traumatized me. I don't think I would have any kids after that if I got ripped. But the C-section, I don't know. I felt like mine was, I felt like good. Mine was great. I I I wouldn't have a scar. Like, there's nothing there. Yeah, I don't see a scar, but it might be because my stomach is big. (laughs) I got a food, but I'd be lifting that shit up. I lifted up too. And when I look at it, it looked great. Motherfucker. Listen. Anyway. <laughs> but no, I wasn't a, even the ripping I wasn't concerned about. Cause to me, I'm like, you know, we're in modern medicine. They're just gonna drug me up and that's great. So I wasn't even concerned about yeah, the ripping. Yeah, but once you go home, you're not gonna be drugged up like that. I was gonna be drugged up. Oh jeez. I was gonna bitch was gonna be drugged. Anyway, listen, I wasn't concerned <laughs> about the I just didn't I didn't understand like how I understand how she's gonna get out, but I just didn't wanna be there for it. Like, could I go to sleep and can y'all let me know? <laughs> oh, you went to- <laughs> I was one of those. When she's out. <laughs> I was one of those. And so I don't know. Maybe she heard that inside. It was like, mommy, I'm coming. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You ain't stopping this train. Pretty much. So I have my daughter and that was cool. You know, I didn't have a bad birth experience at all. It was everything it should have been, even though it was like, oh, my God, we got to stuff her back in, which was like 
crazy. Um, <laughs> let's go to OR. And then her damn dad was across the street at a subway getting a foot long. I'm like, boy, Mm-mm. it's time to go. Well, you was supposed to be getting induced, so we're going to be here for a while. I'm That's gonna what get we thought. Eat. But I'll no, be back. No. But yeah, I went on a Friday. And I think they offered me to stay a day longer. But I was like, no, I wanted to leave like that Monday morning. Oh, why didn't want you to stay? Uh, they just offered it to me. They're like, oh. you, can, you don't have to go. And I was like, yeah, I do. Because again, I was trying to rush to get out. So we leaving? Like that was that's what that's what I was on because <laughs> this is Corona. I'm sick of this is October. I had of last I, year. I had ended up getting a roommate later, so I was definitely ready to go. I I didn't get a roommate till I was the morning that I was leaving, and maybe they oh, did that on purpose, right. which I appreciate because New York um, birthing suites are not they're not it. Mm-mm. They're not it at all. It's not luxurious. It's not no. cute. None of that. And well, I don't know if it's because I was. I don't know. I thought it was going to be like, you know how on TV, how they be looking so nice and pretty? Yeah, no. I thought it was going to be like that shit. And I was like, maybe because I had a C-section. Right? No. Well, I mean, I'm, of course you have, when you're in labor, you have your own room, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, Not well, for me. I, you know, the recovery part. Yeah, the recovery part, no. I had, yeah, I ended up having a roommate. It looked like a regular hospital to me. I was like, this did not look special. It was real regular. Well, so with NYU, they offer where you can like, because your insurance won't pay for it. You can pay for your own recovery room where you have it alone. And I guess it's slightly nicer. Mm-hmm. But because it's COVID and there's limited bed space and where I had my child, I mean, it wasn't a birthing center, which is like exclusive to moms. It's a hospital. Yeah, no, niggas is dying. Uh, we have limited space. You couldn't do that. And it was like $500 a night, I believe. Oh, no. Fuck yeah, that was bugging. And that food was terrible. But um, My food was pretty good. I had good food. I didn't eat their food. Mm. It was it was bad. I had good food. I mean, I told my mother to give me pizza one day, too. But the no. food wasn't too bad. No, that shit was trash. Yeah, it was trash. It was trash. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so I had my kids. And then, you know, that was cool. Mommy said it's cool. <laughs> Listen, so we've already yeah. talked about this, Mommy so I feel like I got it. this stuff out, and I don't. I can't really get into the emotions of it right now. Oh, I can't because now I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of stuff, like I said earlier, was a blur. And I repressed a lot of feelings about it, and now on the other end, when my daughter is going to be one soon, it's just a whole different space than scared and pregnancy and what ifs and this is my first kid and how do I and da da da. Now I'm very. Assured as a mother, yeah, because now you you got this, right? You've been doing it now for a year, you know so I'm like, saying? I got this now. We out here, son, and, <laughs> and and Corona and COVID, of course, is still a thing, unfortunately. Yeah, we got vaccines and such, which I guess we can have an episode on that. Yeah, yeah. um, I have not taken it personally yet, I haven't had a need to because I've been a stay at home mom for a year. I took mine, um, but I'm going to have to soon, yeah. and you know, such is life, but yeah, shit is lit. The three C's sucked. Uh, (laughs) well conception didn't suck because you know that was the fun part right niggas Um, (laughs) yeah that was my three C's this is going to be a sucky episode this could have been a lot more jazzy but um (laughs) that was my summation of my 2020 and that's why we weren't around like Bitches was going through stuff. We had death. We had getting pregnant. For both of us, I'm sure I can, I can say this for you, unplanned yeah. pregnancies. Um, There's a lot of uncertainty for me around my pregnancy and my relationship status and what I was doing and how I was moving, not just because of COVID. That just made it worse. Um, <laughs> right. So there was just a lot going on. And who the fuck is trying to virtually film podcasts? Why niggas is out here gestating <laughs> <laughs> and having $500 DoorDash bills because we ain't going nowhere. Like, Facts. Facts. <laughs> it was a lot of stuff going on in 2020. And now we're like in the, I guess, the last quarter of 2021. And some things have kind of sort of gained some normalcy. 
But not even, really. Right? I feel like it's like if you ain't vaccinated, you can't do shit. So it's, now yeah. it's like I feel like we segregated. <laughs> blacks over there, whites over here. I'm the blacks, dead. of course, we're the non-vaccinated people. And why is and that? And the whites is the vaccinated ones. And why is that? I feel like it takes us back to the Tuskegee Airmen days, back when they gave the syphilis, little bitches. Said little I'm bitches. telling you, the government be killing us on the low. They do. Um, not they're not even low about it. You right, but it's just people be stupid, right? But I mean, you've gotten the vaccination. You feel like you're gonna die? Not yet. So uh, we'll see. <laughs> interesting tidbit. I, I don't know. Grain of salt with all of this. So I get my eyebrows microbladed, right? Because the bitch ain't got no eyebrows. <laughs> so I was in the studio, or whatever, the other day to get a little touch up. And this woman comes in and she's like wearing a nurse's uniform, basically. And she's like, oh, I only had one eyebrow. <laughs> okay. And I'm looking at her like, you smoke crack or, you know, what else? And no, she's like, no, I took my vaccination or I had my vaccination. I don't know which one she had. This bitch eyebrow fell off. She said on, <laughs> on the left side of her body, I'm just talking at this point, that all the hair fell out. So her, her, <laughs> arm, her armpit hair, her eyebrow oh, fell out. 